Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of the key demographic of 18 to 49, it's time for your main event, Wrestling with Mark! Dream. A series of thoughts, images, and sensations occurring in a person's mind during sleep. Nightmare. A frightening or unpleasant dream. Most mornings are wake up and go. Very seldom do I have time to ponder the often strange journeys my subconscious takes me on during the night. However, one recent morning was distinctively different. Not only was my dream rather vivid, it left me with a deep sense of embarrassment. We've all had them dreams. Some of us find themselves naked in front of an audience. Others find themselves having a toilet accident in front of a class they have long graduated from. But my dream was unusual for me. I rarely dream of anything related to anything, let alone anything I would actually usually enjoy to do. On this occasion, I found myself in a corridor waiting for my family. Side note, this is actually a predicament I do actually find myself in quite often, being the only male in my small family waiting for my tribe to return from the ladies' room. This corridor was a large corridor with shiny screed floors and large metal girders sprayed with concrete, holding up a very high ceiling. The corridor that my dream brain perceived to be the walkway of the Birmingham NEC. I was at the WWE live event that I've been eagerly looking forward to since purchasing the ticket last year. Leaning against the metal crowd barrier that was keeping me from sniffing the brand new t-shirt, browsing the program and wearing the very expensive Attitude Era World Heavyweight title belt replica that makes the merch stand so alluring to me, to my surprise and excitement, the doors near to said merch stand opened wide and out walked none other than Rhea Bloody Ripley. She entered the empty corridor with a certain demeanour that I could only describe as calm and welcoming, unlike the intimidating, powerful entrance that I'm used to witnessing on my television screen, and it struck me instantly how the TV didn't do her muscular physique justice. Although she wasn't as tall as I'd imagined, I'd say about 5'7", not the 5'9", she claims to be. As I desperately looked around for my family, hoping to see them walking down the corridor in my direction, it dawned on me, if I don't approach Rhea Ripley now, I will miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to say hello to one of my favourite superstars and lavish her with the praise that she truly deserves. She's at work, this is her job, so she won't mind, I convinced myself as I approached. Hi Rhea! I said, nervously, almost with a squeak-esque timbre. To my delight, though, she turned to me with a smile and said, Hi, 
would you like a picture? Yes, please, I said with a slight squeak again. The family will be so jealous, I thought. I felt slightly guilty that they weren't there to witness this, but a picture was the perfect way to prove this moment actually happened, and I couldn't help but think this would piss Kevin from Electric Coventry Wrestling off so much, possibly even ruin his life. I reached my phone only to find it switched off. Not a problem, she said to me as I looked up with panic in my eyes. During the moments of painfully staring at the White Apple logo, I decided to make idle chit-chat. You busy tonight? I asked. Of course, I instantly regretted it. She's not a fucking taxi driver, Mark, I thought. And of course she's busy. She's here to fucking wrestle. I'm just off to meet my sister, she said. She's here to watch me tonight. That's nice, I thought. Finally, the phone loaded, so I quickly pressed the camera button, only for the fucking browser to load. I looked up, and she gave me a sheepish smile, which confirmed to me my biggest fear. Rhea bloody Ripley thinks I'm a fucking idiot. Sorry, I said as I tried again. The fucking browser! What's with this phone? I couldn't believe it. I frantically tried again, my fat, sweaty fingers slipping on the half-cracked screen of my iPhone XR. Finally, the camera came up. I turned my gaze upward only to find that she'd fucking gone. Probably to meet her sister, if she even has one in real life. And now, the women's world heavyweight champion and one of my idols thinks I'm a fucking idiot. The sense of embarrassment was so much to bear that I didn't even wait for my family to return. I woke up instead and sat at the end of my bed feeling embarrassed and sad. What's the moral of this story? It's time for a new phone. Consumerism is the only answer to life's problems. Although Dream Rhea was really nice, it was a bit fucking rude of her to walk off without saying anything. Now I understand why they call her the nightmare. I bet you Natalia Neidhart would have waited. So, what do you want to talk about? Well, it's got to be the promos. This week, we were treated to not one, but two extraordinary promos, both on Raw and SmackDown. First off, Cody Rhodes addressing the fans and acknowledging their help with cementing the WrestleMania main event between him and Roman Reigns. The Lexington fans were vocally behind Cody as he went on to call out The Rock for the crybaby name-calling, and even went as far to put Pat McAfee on the spot. Just as he was wrapping up his promo, Cody was joined by the visionary, Seth freaking Rollins. Cody thanked Seth for his involvement in the kickoff event scuffle, before Seth took to the mic and delivered what can only be described as an absolute masterclass of a promo referencing his relationship with Reigns, his dislike of The Rock, and went as far as to offer Cody backup, 
should he need it on the road to WrestleMania. This was great stuff from Seth and the WWE are heavily hinting an alliance against the bloodline. It makes me wonder if we might see some more participants step up for what could be a final war against the bloodline as we know it. I'm talking about you, Sami Zayn and Jay Uso. Fast forward to Friday and it was Roman and The Rock's turn to have a say. And it's official, folks. The Rock has turned full on heel and is now a member of the bloodline. Now, this was brilliant. I noticed that a graphic came up during The Rock's entrance that made it very clear that this is the people's champion. And that's exactly who this rock is. This is the guy that declared himself the people's champion back in the Attitude Era when the people hated him. In fact, his hate turned full circle when we started to hate him so much. These feelings of utter confusion turned into love and respect. The Rock did his best to ignore this, making us love him even more. The crowd at the Smackdown taping did their best to confuse matters by responding with Rocky chants and big cheers, but the People's Champ wasn't having any of it. We've lost the right to cheer this guy and that makes us want to cheer him more. Not more than Cody but definitely more than last week anyway. The bloodline were imposing. It makes me actually believe that Cody really will need Seth as his shield. The Rock has brought a new level of intensity to this bloodline story, that after the initial split with Jay, the bloodline was truly missing. This is gold at the moment. It makes me feel that wrestling fans will be talking about this for years to come. This storyline kind of makes everything else seem a little inconsequential in the WWE. There were actual matches, of course. The qualifiers for the Elimination Chamber continue. Sami Zayn had help from Cody Rhodes to fight off Shinsuke Nakamura and Drew McIntyre. Liv Morgan started her revenge tour by beating Zoe Stark for her slot in the Elimination Chamber. LA Knight did the same. Logan Paul beat The Miz for his place. Naomi and Tiffany Stratton both qualified as well. And not to forget, Bron Breaker signed to SmackDown. Maybe Bron will be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns and put us out of our misery. This all leads to the Elimination Chamber next Saturday. I will make sure to give my predictions before then, but so far the lineup is as follows. Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. The women's Elimination Chamber match with Liv Morgan, Naomi, Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch and Tiffany Stratton with one left to qualify. I'm hoping Zelina Vega gets a second chance, but we'll see. The men's elimination chamber match with Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, 
Logan Paul and L.A. Knight. Yeah, I'm surprised The Rock isn't in this one, to be honest. Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates for the tag titles. And of course, Cody Rhodes and Seth freaking Rollins are to be guests on the Grayson Waller effect. I wonder if the Bloodline will make an appearance. Unpopular opinion, but I actually quite like Grayson Waller. Anyway, I'll be back soon with some predictions. But in the meantime, I hope you have a great week. I'm off to stare at my action figure of Natalia Neidhart in hopes that somehow my subconscious will manifest her in my dream where she can fix my phone and take a picture with me so I can rub it in Kevin's face. Follow me on Twitter at WrestlingWMarkIFB. Bye for now. Wrestling with Mark. Brought to you by Mr. Fisher Productions. 